Originality. You. <laughs> Welcome to Autographs. My name is Nick Singh, and just know originality is on the horizon. Let's go. cooking good lookings it feels like it's been forever in some ways it has but in some ways it hasn't been one can say the last time we spoke was a year ago which wouldn't entirely be true but in a way it'd be true because the last time i posted was last year in 2019 so welcome it is 2020 i'm sure you're aware if not come on man get your head in the game this is nick you're listening to autographs uh thank y'all for being here I took a break for the holidays and needed one, and I'm back in action, so expect to hear some amazing conversations this year, both from me to you and as well as between me and others. I'm really going to try to go hard with this show even more than I have in past times. So without further ado, I'm going to jump right into it. I was meditating a little bit on what episode I wanted to drop today because, well, this is the first episode back of 2020. I felt like I got to do something special. So I was thinking of all these themes and ultimately I just landed on the fact that I'm just going to talk to y'all. This should be like a 10, 15 episode max. And this whole thing is a story of why I stopped or why I started YouTubing, why I stopped YouTubing and why I'm restarting it. And I'm not sharing it to you so that you can feel bad for me or for any of those reasons. It's just if you're listening to this and you're out there wherever you are, whoever you are, and you have a creative endeavor, something that's on your heart, be it a business, a creative idea like a YouTube channel, a podcast, man, anything, just go do that shit. Like, You'll understand what I mean after you hear this story. So I'll take you folks back to when I was in second year of university. Um, I'd been randomly put on this guy named Casey Neistat. He's this YouTuber. And the only thing that I knew about this guy named Casey who at the time I didn't even know how to pronounce his last name, Neistat, was that he had this crazy story of he was a YouTuber, he is a YouTuber, and he took this money from Nike because he got a brand deal from Nike, and he structured it so that he could have three videos done with them, and he said for the last video, he's just going to use the budget on going with his best friend to travel the world, and he just wasn't going to tell Nike. And he didn't have clearance to shoot the video, That was not one of the approved concepts. And at the time, this video meant everything to him because this was his first major brand deal. He didn't have much money at the time, and he was honestly counting on this money coming in from this brand deal to hopefully graduate him to a new stage and get him more brand deals with both Nike and big companies. And taking a risk like going completely off script and developing something on his own without getting Nike's approval without getting Nike's approval and using their budget to take him and his best friend to a different part of the world to go travel for 10 days to exhaust the entire budget is a huge fucking risk cuz if Nike didn't like it like not only would he be out of a brand deal and a partnership with Nike but the likelihood of him being able to do more brand deals in his future was really low but um Casey's a badass and he went out and he did it anyways and it turned out to be, and I think it still might be, but at for like 10 years, five or 10 years or something, it was Nike's most watched online video ever. And the most hilarious thing was he didn't bring any Nike gear 
to that shoot, to that trip. He was wearing a Patagonia jacket the whole time. He had to like reshoot scenes and Nike shoes, which was just wild, right? And that risk really kind of propelled his entire career. So I, 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 I heard about that story and I respected that hustle. So I decided to check out his channel. And right when I found it, this was probably three, four years ago, he was just starting a daily vlog. And many of you listening to this might have heard of Casey, but for those folks who haven't, I, I, I highly encourage you to check out this gentleman's YouTube channel. It's a work of art. I would say that he's probably the most copied YouTuber because he made vlogging so palatable and approachable with his style. But uh, while people were doing vlogging before him, Casey, and I'm sure most people would agree with me when I say this, really laid a stake in the ground and said, from here on, it's going to be different. Because his vlogs were like were like mini movies, man. Not from a production quality, but just from the way he was able to tell and put stories together. He's a master. So uh, anyways, I was put on Casey, and because he made he made vlogging daily vlogging so approachable so palatable i was one of those people there's there's millions of there's probably thousands millions of people who feel like me who are like yo i want to go start a vlog so that's exactly what i did i remember being i i remember being 20 and i laughed because you understand as the story goes like that that number actually means something here and being like i'm gonna start a vlog and i'm gonna release it on my birthday which was march 13th and um I think that was in like three or four weeks. So I, I never filmed anything before. I did some research on cameras. I, I initially tried calling a bunch of people who had cameras and tried to get them to film for me and everybody was down, but it, it was like this weird thing I was trying to put together. So I just said, fuck it, I'm gonna buy a camera. And I, I was in second year university, so I didn't have much money. I had like stuff saved up from part-time jobs that I've worked over the years in the summers. And I pretty much just had just enough money to blot, to buy myself a camera set up. So I went on Kijiji. And if you're listening to this in the States, that's like our Craigslist. Um, and I bought uh, a Canon T5i, which I still shoot with to this day. It's my trusty, dusty little thing. I love that. And it was a kit lens on it, so nothing special. A little mic to put on top and then a tripod. It was like a version of Casey Neistat setup. That's all I wanted. I wanted to be Casey Neistat. And then for the next two weeks, all I did was film. And... I remember taking my camera to my university in the most, I, I had no idea, I, I, I'd spent so much money on this. Like I spent like $1,000 was all the money I had. So I, w I didn't have a case yet. I, I couldn't afford a case. So I, I would bring Tupperware to school and I would, de I would deconstruct my camera before I left the house and I would put towels in like five of these different Tupperwares and I would like ensure it was so dumb. Like this was glass Tupperware. It was like, dude, I don't know how I could think this is a good idea. But anyways, I, I, I would put my camera gear in this glass tupperware with like towels and t-shirts and wrapped it around and it would be so complicated for me to like pull it out of the trunk it was this whole operation of setting it up putting it together and i'd walk down campus with this big vlogging setup and this mic and i had the screen flipped out and it was looking back toward me so i was able to see myself when i was talking to the camera and the amount of just people that would just turn around after i'd walk by them and just look at me they would like stare they'd be like what the fuck's that guy doing so i i, I felt really judged to say none I mean, to say the least, but I was at least wise enough at that point in my life to know, like, I couldn't let that level of judgment stop me. Um, I had to keep on going. So I, I just did. And I kept on filming. Um, and the whole hilarious part of the story was this whole time I had no idea how to edit. I, I didn't even have editing software on my laptop. Um, I, I, I didn't know a fucking thing about video editing. So it was getting close to my birthday and I, I just called a friend. I was like, hey man, like, 
this is a project I want to put together. Um, <laughs> are you willing to help with it? I don't know how to edit. I want to release it for my birthday. He goes, when's your birthday? And I was like, oh, it's March 13th. He goes, dude, that's in like two days. And I'm like, yeah, he goes, yeah, man, I'll help you. But I kind of wanted to do something similar on YouTube. Could we make this a group project? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, I don't really just want it to be your name. I want it to be my name too. I was like, okay, cool. That's fair. I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, sure. So I go over to his house the next day, aka the day before my birthday. I went there at like five o'clock PM. His name is Michael Comprioni. Um, Michael, if you're listening, Michael, I'm going to send this podcast to you just for you to listen to because I know you remember this. And we hopped on Adobe Premiere and, um, and we edited all night and we encountered the dumbest problems. Like, um, we didn't have a hard drive so we literally went to best buy like two hours into editing after realizing that we couldn't fix the other one that we had and we bought a hard drive which felt like just it felt like a wound in me because i was like man i don't want to spend another hundred bucks on the hard drive but i know i had to so we bought a hard drive we went back to michael's place and and i shit you not we edited from 5 p.m to 7 a.m the next morning like i i stayed up all night with him he stayed up all night with me we got food. It was crazy. I was like, dude, did we really just pull an all-nighter editing video? Like, like that felt like a huge turning point for me because at that point in my life, I never stayed up all night for something like working. I I'd only stayed up all night to just dick around, go partying, hang out with friends. Like, I was like, whoa, I don't even feel tired. I remember driving home with like a cheek-to-cheek smile on my face because like the video was live. And uh, we didn't really know what to call the channel. So we want to make it a group project. And if you remember, I had mentioned that, like how old I was turning mattered. I, I called it 20 something or maybe it was 21 already. I think it was 21 already or 20 something. Well, one of the two, I got to look this up. And uh, it was this 13 minute video. Um, it, it was a vlog. And I was so over the moon about it to release it on my birthday to share it on Facebook. I knew a ton of people were going to be wishing me happy birthday that day. And if I, I just asked them, hey, would you check out this video that I made? It'd be a great time for them to actually watch it and, 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 and to maybe actually give it some time, like maybe take a look at it. So I was like, sure, okay, cool, I'm going to do this. And so that's what I did. I released it on my birthday. Um, I shared it on my Facebook wall. So a ton of people were hitting me up and commenting on it saying, dude, this is wild. They were watching it. People were sending me pictures of them watching it. I was like, dude, this is so cool like this is the dopest way to enter the youtube game and then man like i remember just being over the moon about this feeling like casey and just like feeling like a kid who was like getting on his way to live a dream um and and then i i remember coming home to like my student condo and um like my my friends my best friends the people i lived with um i knew they had watched it so they were at, we we're at like a dinner table and we we're talking, they knew it was my birthday. And then they were, they didn't really like it. They were kind of upset about it in some aspects. And I understand why, like I might've painted a not so good picture of some of them by just showing only one side of their personality, which looking back on, I could understand, but, um, I don't know. They made me feel really judged by doing this. I, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but I just remember like, I don't know. You know, when you look at like somebody that you really know well, and then you're like, did you like the video? Cause that's what I'd ask them. And then they just kind of like, there was two of them and then they kind of just looked at each other and then looked back at me and they're like, yeah, but they kind of looked at each other and kind of smiled first. 
And like to this day, to this day, it just gives me like a weird feeling. I'm like, oh fuck, man, that's like they're like, yeah, it was good. And you could tell that they were just being nice. It was my birthday. They they didn't really like it. Um, I don't know. That felt like shit. Like in fact, they 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 wanted me to go back and re-edit it um, to take some of that stuff out, and I did, and that sucked because I had to repost it. And I don't know. I I just remember after that day, like these are not bad people, by the way. I don't want to paint this picture out. They like did this bad thing, and now they're bad people. But um, they definitely didn't support me in the way that I needed to be supported at that moment. And I, I stopped YouTubing. I like posted one video and that experience, like for all the love that I got from the video from a ton of people that I, I, I knew but kind of only knew compared to like the unacceptance that I got from the people really close to me, it just, it, it, it sucked. So I stopped. And then I just, I just gave up. Like I gave up that dream and I was young, you know, I didn't think much of it. I just kind of went back to being me and that was that but now i'm 24 so that was three years ago it was when i was 21 and the reason why i say the story is because i'm 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 finally youtubing again and i know that might sound that that actually does sound stupid like when i say that out loud it's like i'm youtubing again guys like <laughs> hey i did it it's like that's such a light thing for me so much of my dream as to what i want to become in this life just it 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 depends on that. So for me, it feels a little big, but I'm not sharing this to you so that you can feel bad for, oh shit, Nick went through this thing. It's more so me looking back in hindsight and me not, I, I really don't feel regret. If you're wondering like, Nick, do you feel regret for not having posted earlier, for letting that get you down and out? The answer is a unresounding no, because, or maybe a resounding no. Yeah, it's a resounding no. And it's because that level of pain that they gave me of not accepting me fucking made me find answers to accept myself because at the time I, I, I didn't have much of that so the years to follow would become a path where I would find mentors and ideas and concepts that would support who I wanted to be and friends I would support who I wanted to be and now I feel like I'm finally getting that so I'm getting back on my dream and I feel stronger toward I feel more powerful toward it but if, if anyone out there is listening to this, um, like don't sleep on that creative vision. You know, over the years I've heard countless just incredible ideas. Things that if like individuals just did, like you know these ideas, you just feel like, oh shit, that's so them. I, I hope that they do that. It's, it's like those ones. And then I look back and not everyone did it. Very few people did it. And, and and I also look back and I see some people who did do it. And they're so happy. And it's a new decade. And I know it's like a turn of a year and people are like, new year, new me. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, yo, like, take a swing at bat. Do something new. Go for it. Whatever creative vision it has, it doesn't need to be big. It's just got to be you. You just got to get it out there. And as I'm starting this YouTube journey again, I finally feel like I'm getting back to me. And I'm getting back to that dream. So I, I know I don't stand alone in this. So um, 
pursue your dream. <laughs> that's that's where I'll leave it. Just just do something for you. There's no there's just no downside. Not enough. Don't wait. Don't do what I did. Just do it. Nike. You know? It's <laughs> deep. Um yeah, and 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 I guess I wanted to put this one up as well because I'm going to give you guys a teaser to understand this is this is how much Casey Neistat meant to me and and means to me in my life. So the next episode I post will be my second interview with Casey. So hopefully you can listen to this and see, okay, wow, like this was one of Nick's icons that changed his life. And then sometime later I get to meet him. It was it was, it was really cool for me. So um, anyways, I, I, I hope that y'all do your dream. Please, for the love of God, do it. <laughs> um, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening. This is Autographs. Welcome to 2020. There's going to be a, a bit more Nick Talks in 2020. I look forward to them. Uh, I love y'all. And um, peace. I've got to follow that dream wherever that dream may lead. i got to follow that dream to find the love I need. When your heart gets restless, time to move along. When your heart gets weary, and a yo, uh, if you did like that, please give it a subscribe on Spotify or a subscribe on Apple. I should really learn these. A subscribe on Apple or a comment on Apple or a review on Apple. These things, I know that they're small, but they go such a long way. If you do it, please, thank you. <laughs> Share it with a friend. Do something. I love y'all. I'll see you guys soon. Peace. Gotta find me someone whose heart is free. Someone to look for my dream with me.